right, listeners, we're back with Joel. I'm Ben Job. Um, I wanted to ask you how you got uh, into the whole comedy scene in Huntsville, really. Yeah, um, it was, you know, I, I came from a background of radio broadcasting, uh, was, uh, you know, a professional broadcaster from 98 to about 06. Uh, and, you know, when we moved into town, um, you know, uh, I, I noticed that there was a big comedy scene and I was I was, you know, somewhat interested and uh, took the step, um, I don't know, maybe four or five months ago. Uh, and did my you know first few sets um and uh the scene you know like i just i took them by storm they weren't expecting it you know because when mm-hmm. somebody says like uh yeah this is my first stand-up comedy set ever you know they're expecting like okay this is going to be pretty rough uh you right. know because because everybody thinks that they're funny you know it's like hey i'm funny when i'm drinking with my friends and so right. i can go on stage you know but it's a science comedy is a science and you know it's part art but you know there's like a there's there's building tension and then releasing that right. tension, timing you know? and all that. Good and, stuff. and yeah. And like, unless you, you know, you work in the industry for, for some years and, 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 you know, tr- do that trial and error, it's really difficult to get that science down. But I already had that science. And, uh, even though I hadn't tried the medium of stand up comedy, I, you know, I brought my existing knowledge to it. And, uh, uh, to be honest, like, okay, my, you know, my current, uh, sets are all about homelessness because that's what I'm experiencing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before, you know, prior to being homeless, uh, you know, when I was uh, still in the relationship, um, the first comedy set that I did, and it's on my YouTube page. Uh, you know, if you if you go there, you can still see it. Um, I. <laughs> I, it's it's like I want to challenge myself. I bum out the crowd and then bring them back to laughter. But my <laughs> my my very first stand up comedy set because comedy comes from a dark place in in many you know mm-hmm. instances. Uh, it was about it was about my loss of virginity in college, and it was not consensual. Uh, the, a woman raped me uh for for my first time having sex and that wow. it was it was a 10 minute it was a 10 minute story about how i was raped in college uh it, it you wouldn't think that that would be funny but you know watch the set because there were there were uh, you know some good good points in it where where you know we brought the funny it was like guys right. it's okay to laugh about this cuz that's how you get through life is mm-hmm. you know finding finding the humor in the worst parts of Well, yeah, life. I think that's but, the, the ultimate challenge, I guess, of, of comedy is really bringing the laughter in the darkest, you know, yeah. points. And that's the point of it, I guess. And to me, a lot of times is if you can laugh at it, you can really understand and accept it Absolutely. a lot more readily. Basically, I, it's cheaper than therapy. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Wait, like last night at the, uh, not last night, because this is a podcast and it's, you know, you're, you're going to be listening to this. <laughs> some uh, nights ago. Yeah. Some nights ago at the, uh, at the Copper Top at their open mic there, they had, um, uh, there at the end of the night, they do a, um, like a joke contest where there's a topic and people line up and tell jokes on that topic. Uh-huh. You know, the winner, you know, wins a free drink or something by mm-hmm. audience applause. Uh, the topic was depression. They, you know, they were like, <laughs> all right, let's go all the way. Depression is the topic for the joke of the night. And uh, it was it was hilarious to see the fact that like every stand-up comedian that got up there was like, well, I suffer from depression. And so the, and then <laughs> the next one comes up and he's like, well, I suffer from depression and, and then goes into his mm-hmm. joke. Uh, when I got up there, I was like, okay, you know, guys stop announcing that you suffer from depression. We're stand-up comedians. We know, <laughs> we know. Cause that, that's why we get into this. Isn't it? You know, like we've got some issues we need to work out and being on stage is the only way we know how to work it out. It's, it's cheap therapy that's it's uh 
there's there's some sort of catharsis really that we get going up there even if we're just doing jokes on airline peanuts it uh most of us come from a place where it's like i need to be liked and so that's why i'm up here on stage you know like uh yeah i listen to mark Marin a lot and he definitely mm-hmm. confirms a whole lot of uh, of that you know it's, yeah it's always the most neurotic people that get into comedy uh, <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like uh comedians seem to me like in general pretty um self-aware at least because uh, you know they're being funny they're entertaining people but they really know what they're saying and they realize when they feel like they've gone too far or they, mm-hmm. they or they're pushing people you know right and i feel like they're they're pretty introspective really yeah. as uh, artists go you know and uh, people who entertain in general yeah it's uh yeah hopefully i mean you know when it's done right we are the the modern like philosopher kings you know right. like <laughs> like it is i think i really i believe that stand-up comedy is the best venue for philosophy in mm-hmm. you know in our culture today like i mean where is there a philosophy jam you know yeah. like like <laughs> the, where do you meet with people and talk about like deep issues and philosophical really? topics mm-hmm. the only places in the comedy clubs you know like the best stand-up comedians get into that area of like you know halfway comedy halfway just you know like yeah. e- examining existence and de- and, and human relationships yes. and all sorts of stuff absolutely and yeah. it, re- it really thrives off of like conflict and uh i guess moral conundrums and stuff right. like that it's right. it is pretty yeah, 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 opening people's perspectives and you know having people look at things from from different perspectives. It, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I have a huge respect for stand up comedy. Well, obviously, I'm trying to be one. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, you enjoy it, it generally, right? Yeah. It's oh, pretty- oh yeah. Um, like, yeah. My goodness. Yeah. I mean, you know, like the the living You're pro stand up comedy is what I'm. Getting I, I, I'm very pro. Okay, very pro stand up comedy. Yeah. No, Huntsville has got an amazing comedy scene. Like, I mm-hmm. mean, for you know, for where we're at as far as a city, you know, mm-hmm. for the size of the population. Uh, we've got a scene that rivals a lot of bigger cities that surround us. Um, you know, there's a, there's a comedians group on Facebook and I believe they've got like 70 some, 70 some active comedians in the, in the community. Um, a lot of our comedians do booked shows out of town. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, like, uh, uh, Tara, Tara Jeffrey, um, you know, fantastic, uh, comedian or comedian, if you want to get all get all weird male female on it you know uh, she's a comedian uh but tara jeffrey she's gonna be playing the stardome I, down in birmingham is it the stardome i'm she's, not sure if i heard the she's stardome. got a thing coming up uh, i'm plugging my own show so i'm not going to give you the details on tara but tara's funny tara's hilarious <laughs> google her stardome she'll be playing in birmingham i believe soon um but yeah uh uh there, there have been so many i do want to mention some of the some of the comedians because yeah, basically i hit the scene and as soon as it became clear that uh, I've that I simultaneously hit the Huntsville comedy scene as well as rock bottom personally, uh, they they have been just amazing and in, in, in just giving me the psychological, the social support, um, you know, like they've bought me food. They've bought me food here and there. So, you know, I, I there's so many people that I, I should specifically thank uh, Tara Jeffrey. Definitely one of them. Patrick Cunningham. Uh, he's the one that gave me the YOLO hat. Uh, he's, he's a very funny comedian. Look for him in town. Um, uh, there's so many Tom hand has been amazing. Mm -hmm. Matt Jones. He is new to the comedy scene, but Matt is, he's a very funny guy and, you know, and he has been, you know, very specifically supportive is, he's a very good dude. Uh, Cody needle. Cody Needle's been been you know uh, taking me all over the place. I think we're going to a baseball game on Monday, something like oh, that. Good deal. But yeah, Cody's a good dude. He's uh, he's an odd duck. 
He's an odd <laughs> duck if you've seen his comedy. But yeah, go go see his comedy. Cody's actually going to be playing uh, very soon at Tim's Cajun Kitchen. So, you know. Oh, good. But, um, but yeah, there's just so many amazing comedians that I could not name them mm-hmm. all. But, uh, you know, like Dustin Warden, Dustin Warden and uh, Carl Paul. Those are two comedians that we have in the area that they have very specific styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another thing that I love to see. Like uh, amongst the group, everybody's got their own take on things. And right. uh, and yeah, they're just there. There are so many comedians to, to, to come out and get a sense of. And that's, I would encourage everybody to come out to these open mics, uh, come out to do them yourself. And also to see all the talent that we have circulating through mm-hmm. town because uh it's it's really just a tremendous effort. Uh, there are a lot of talented people, uh, you know, really working at it. Out yeah, there. and that'll help them sharpen their skills for all their shows and stuff. Absolutely, yeah. The open mics are all about testing that material and then bringing it to you know a paid show then down the road. Well, good uh, deal. Yeah. Um. So. You've been working uh, Copper Top, you said, and you started. What was your first show? Was that Partners? Uh, first show was at at Copper Top. The Partners is a new. Oh, okay, there that's a new open mic, and it's still building. You know. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Copper Top is when is where I did that the set on how I was raped in college, um, which uh, it it really like they didn't you know obviously they had never seen me before and so they mm-hmm. were like okay give it your best shot guy. And right. and I came up there and one of the first lines, uh, I I really went bold with it because I left uh-huh. I left my dignity in the radio broadcasting industry in the early two thousands. You uh-huh. know, like I already got over that that whole like fear of humiliating myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, one of the first lines was uh, I was like, you know, guys, now that we're all friends, I just want to I want to establish something. Rape is not funny. It's hilarious. Now stick with me on this. And I, oh no! I, I actually asked for a uh-huh. show of hands. I I, I, <laughs> I I cleared it with the uh, with by saying you know has anyone else you know so it's like okay just to establish that I have been raped so it's okay for me to ask this but anyone else been raped in the in the room? I asked for a show of hands. How uncomfortable? How uncomfortable of a thing to do you know? But I took it all the way out there. One of the comedians actually raised his hand. I don't know if he actually has been or if he was just humoring me, but but yeah, I pointed it out. I was like, okay, you, sir. Great, great. This is going to be awkward. Um, so you yeah. talk about it like your style. Is Mine. is that part of your style is bringing people like to a really real I, place I, and, I, then, yeah. and seeing how far? That, that is exactly my style um, because I, you know, all the best comedians that, that I enjoy uh, mm-hmm. are the ones that, that they don't you know, they don't pull punches, you know, uh, Louis CK, uh, Mm -hmm, uh, Mike Berbiglia, you know, like Mark Maron, uh, all these comedians, they will take you to the darkest place of the human psyche. And then they bring it back to the funny place. That's, that's what I do. You know, like I get up on stage and I bum everybody out and then I bring them back to funny. You know, I think that's my favorite. Um, well, People in general, but comedians as well, like when they make you laugh when you're not expecting it, you know, right? You're like, oh, you're getting into somber, you're starting to think about, it, and then suddenly you're laughing. I and think that's boom. a really, it's a great to throw water on somebody, you know, right. to make them, make yeah, them well, feel like at the uh, uh, at the end of that that very first set that I did. I mean, you know, the the theme was was an an awful theme. You wouldn't think that you could mine funny out of of having been raped, you know. But I I got to the end of the story of how I was I was raped in college and uh. I, I brought it to a place of just, you know, introspection, you know, like I was like, mm-hmm. and this is why we do this, because, you know, you have to find the humor in the dark places of life. So, you know, like everybody had that relief of like, or, you know, they're all just getting getting introspective, you know, mm-hmm. 
And then I got the biggest laugh of the set by, uh, I ended it by saying like, uh, thank you, Copper Top. You guys have been great. I have been raped. And then that just boom, everybody laughed, you know, because like, because <laughs> they'd all been through it because they, right? they weren't expecting that last little yeah. jab, you know, and yeah, like, and we had just gone through this journey, you know, yeah. and, and then I just kind of threw that in there that, yeah, that, that got a big laugh. It's, it's uh, comedy, the science of comedy. It's all about, it's, it's very similar to music in that it's, it's consonance and dissonance. Like mm-hmm, you, right. you create tension and then you relieve the tension. And when you relieve the tension, that's when people laugh. And and so that's what my comedy has been about. It's about create as much tension as possible. You know, like, right. like, like I'm in a horrible situation, you know, like empathize with me that life is awful. And everybody's like, oh, God, that's so horrible. And then bring a joke and then release that tension, you know, mm-hmm. and, that's 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 so, been so how I'm I curious it. that night. So what made you walk into the copper top? Did you know someone in the comedy thing? Or? I I actually um I was tweeting the epic comedy hour uh uh you know Twitter uh, account uh-huh. and I was asking them I was like you know I I uh, would like to get into stand up comedy you know what would be the best uh, place to go and they suggested copper top mm-hmm. and uh you know I just showed up one night uh, I had. Uh, the the thing that I would stress to anybody getting into comedy, anybody that wants to do these open mic nights, prepare, you know, because like uh, right. people have a stage fright issue. And, you know, I don't because I again, I left my dignity in radio, you know, like <laughs> and plus I'm living a crazy you know, street lifestyle, like, you know, yeah, like you I think guess everything's been upturned. So yeah, you're just, you're it's just like on the wind right being, now. Right? Being in front of a mic is, is, is comfortable compared to waking up with a rat <laughs> on your chest. You know, it's like, yeah, like, you know, street life is scary enough. Uh, the microphone, you know, like, yeah, being on stage is just fine. But, uh, but yeah, what I would suggest to anybody going out to these open mics is prepare, you know, like, don't think to yourself, I'm just going to go up there and I'm going to wing it. Cause and nobody wings it. I mean, some comedians, after they've been doing it for a decade, right. you know, they've got a repertoire built up and they'll go up there and wing it. But the the key to having a good performance is you go on stage with a plan, you know, like, you know, that I'm going to start on this topic and I'm going to cover these points and I'm going to end it with this. You know, like you should always you don't have to have a speech written out word for word. But you need to have a direction, you know, like Mm -hmm. you need to come into it knowing I'm going to start here and I'm going to end here, you know, like and and that's that's the best way that, you know, if you want to go up there and kill the crowd, prepare, prepare, prepare. Right. Yeah. And they need you there, too. Right. Mm-hmm. The scene's growing, so they need new folks. Right? Yes. Yes, definitely. And ladies, we need ladies and not just <laughs> not just because we're going through divorces. So many of us are going through divorces. That's how oh, you can no. tell. Like if some if you like the comedy just shoots up when the divorces go down. Was it? I think. Yeah, I, there's like a, there's yeah, there's some sort of, you know, mathematical proportionality there between divorce and stand up comedians. Because, yeah, a handful of us, <laughs> a good handful of us are divorced. I'm the only homeless one, though. That's why I, I claim the title of number one homeless comedian. All right. 
in Huntsville, Alabama. I'm I'm terrified that another one of them is going to lose their housing because then it's like, oh no, now there's oh, the a competition ranking. has just yeah. doubled. It's like, oh, I just I just <laughs> dropped down to number two homeless comedian. No, but yeah, I, I do make the joke that I am you know because I am digging out of homelessness. You know, so I'm looking mm. forward to being the number thirty seven comedian with a crappy apartment. Um, right, but yeah, you know, we're not quite there yet. So right now, I'm on top of the bottom as number one homeless comedian in Huntsville. Well, we're Alabama. so glad to have you today. <laughs> it has been wonderful. This uh, this has been great. And uh, we can see you at Tim's Cajun Kitchen September fifth, seven thirty. Right? Yes, it's a five dollar cover, but we appreciate it because you are helping the homeless directly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Tim's Cajun Kitchen September fifth, seven thirty p.m. That is a Friday night. You probably don't work the next day so definitely come out come out and support the comedy scene we would love to have you and they're doing that are they doing that every friday for the next month or so that is uh they do it every other so it's Uh, first third and fifth if there is a fifth friday of the month at tim's cajun kitchen uh it is the all right by you comedy showcase Mm -hmm. hosted by matthew tate uh matthew tate is also the host of the open mic at maggie myers that's monday nights at eight o'clock uh, Stephen Claybrooks hosts the open mic at Partners in Five Points. That is at mm-hmm. seven o'clock. So, like, show up at six thirty, sign up, and or just show up and and you know enjoy the comedians. Also, okay, you might know that Partners is a gay bar. You don't have to be. Well, actually, it's a bar. Okay, you know, I made this point at Partners. It's a bar that is patronized primarily by gay patrons. You know, okay. because I'm tired of the whole. You know, like people say, uh, "Oh yes, uh, my this this gay couple I know, they got gay married." No, they didn't get gay married. <laughs> they got married. They got married and they're gay. Like because they <laughs> they don't go home and gay park their car in their gay right. driveway. Get gay you wedding know? rings. Yes, and, uh... yes, they weren't gay wedding rings. They were just wedding rings. <laughs> there were wedding rings that they put on their fingers that happen to be attached to a you know a person who is gay but uh <laughs> yeah no partners is you know it's a bar patronized by mm-hmm. gay people you don't have to be gay to go there don't let that stop you awesome. i've been i'm there. a straight man yeah i perform Joel's been there i've been I perform there. there and yeah it's it's Dan's a been there it's a really nice bar but yeah okay so partners part, yeah that was a side note there but yeah <laughs> uh, partners open mic is seven o'clock uh it starts at seven uh tuesday night and then of course coppertopia which is the longest running open mic in huntsville alabama that is at the copper top every wednesday eight o'clock and the scene has just blown up so if you want to see a ton of comedy for free go to the copper top wednesday nights at 8 p.m all right sounds like a great job well, once again, you're listening to Spice Radio. I'm Ben Job. I'd like to thank you again, Joel Elliott, for coming out. We've got uh, Dan Bullard on sound and Kevin Bardon uh, with our photography. We're going to have Joel Elliott take it out for us today with a set from Partners. Um, but yeah, so uh, I, being an outdoorsy type, uh, I witnessed <laughs> a lot of things around town. And I saw two men trying to have a transaction at a gas station on Governor's. And I would like to give you uh, a little bit of a transcription of uh, how I went. I'm going to do the actual words that they shared. Uh, the first, I want to give you the version if they were in a coffee shop in Vermont. Okay? Uh, this is the Vermont coffee shop version of what I witnessed there at the gas station on Garbage Drive. First gentleman. Sir, I see you're enjoying that, uh, that, that coffee there. Would you like something a little stronger? I can offer you some cocaine, perhaps. Uh, second gentleman. Well, I think it goes without saying that I would be interested in the cocaine. But the only thing that would hinder our transaction here is I would need to know what the price would be for this cocaine. First time. 
I would like to discuss price with you because I am a businessman. Uh, but first, I would need to know about what volume of cocaine you would be interested in before we could really get into the right schedule. Second gentleman. I appreciate, uh, I appreciate that a lot, but uh, really the volume would depend upon the price point at which you accept your cocaine. So, then you see what's going on here. Basically, you know, two men going back and forth. It's like uh, they're playing a game of chess and nobody can decide who's going to play white. You know, like nobody knows who's going to go first. They're just going back and forth. Now, let me give you what actually transpired. Okay, this is the actual transcription of the conversation. I'm just sitting on a corner waiting across the street. I see guys walking away from the gas station, turns to a guy at the gas station, and he says, You want some blow? <laughs> Second gentleman. How much? First gentleman. How much? Second gentleman. How much? <laughs> this went on for way longer than I'm willing to do it here. Like, I would love to do an art piece and do it 12 times per side. It was literally 12 times per side. I'm just sitting there like waiting for the lights are like, oh my god, are they just gonna keep saying how much to each other? I'd like, guy, dude, sell some coke, man. Like, <laughs> like you both want this so bad, you know? Like just somebody go for it. I I wanted to mediate. I wanted to come out there and be like, okay, look, you whisper to me what your price point is, and then you whisper to me how much you're looking for. And I chose, you know, I chose against that because uh, from growing up in Baltimore City, I remember exactly how awesome it is to not be shot in the face. You know? <laughs> and so, yeah, so I passed on the whole mediating the Coke deal. It, it's been really fun tonight. This is a beautiful city, Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, I, I bring the realness. I am Joel Elliott. I'm serious about everything that I intimated to you. I do have a personality disorder. And so I might be the only person uh, that, that's truly honest when they say this on stage. Uh, honestly, guys, I love you. This has been a production of Spice Radio from Huntsville, Alabama. You guys know what you want, and you don't have to do too much to get it. Get with us at spice-radio.com. If you have a podcast, you make music or art, or you have an event that you want to promote in the Tennessee Valley, you can find us at www.facebook.com slash Spice Radio Huntsville or on Twitter at Spice Radio HSV. And again, our website, spice-radio.com.